Hey you guys, it is me, your sister, friend, cousin, daughter, next door neighbor, and homie, Lydia. Back at it again, another week in the Reach Hangout. Hopefully the last conversation we had was impactful for you to do some spring cleaning the past couple of days. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm gonna need you to pause this episode and revert back to the one I previously recorded called Disappointment so you can catch the vibe and the energy. But for those who do understand what I'm talking about, I know I have done some recentering because feeling disappointed is not the energy I'm trying to give in the year 2022 and so on. Like, that's what we're not about to do. We're not about to have another year feeling ill. Like, I want to feel revived. I want to feel rejuvenated. I want to feel enthusiastic. Um, And I know things in life do happen, but I just want to have an overall better experience in my life this year than, you know, compared to all the previous years. But enough of that. I am super duper excited to reveal today's topic called Guard Your Heart. So let's position ourselves to settle into today's discussion by grabbing our beverage of choice. Y'all know it's water for me. (laughs) Um, Snacks plus removing any interferences, okay, that will have you missing today's tea, that will have you missing today's discussion. You know, like when you pick up a book and you keep reading that same page over and over and over and over again because your attention ain't there, we gonna need to remove all those interferences. I even had to do it and I had to put my phone on airplane mode and do not disturb because for some odd reason, anytime I don't do that while recording, somebody needs me. I'm like, you didn't need me all day long, but now you need me now while I'm trying to do something. But you know how that be. So let's remove all those interferences, okay? So we can get into today's topic because I am about to begin. You know, when you have those moments in life where you can start to become more trustworthy in the friendships you have built, You know that feeling? But at the same time, it can be scary sharing intimate parts about yourself because some of those relationships become long lasting and others make you understand why you don't open up in the first place to people. But however, time reveals all the intentions someone has for you or if they have something against you. Like that saying goes, what's done in the dark always comes to the light. But what can you do when the ratio of bad relationships outweigh the good one? Should we as a unit start to become closed off, shelter yourself in the house, self-sabotage any new thing that comes into your life? Ironically, before you can decide what affect the way you want to change, those same people that caused you harm comes back around in your life. Realizing they messed up a good thing because you know you're a good person and they want to apologize, but their apologies are excuses for their bad behavior towards you. Switching the narrative, claiming that you caused them to act that way, basically deflecting the whole situation and giving a backhanded apology. Y'all know what I'm talking about when they be like, well, the reason I added that way towards you is because I thought you... All that could have been avoided with healthy communication. Ain't nobody 
force you to treat me like that. You did that on your own. Then the ones that always get me is you can tell a person about your past hurt, about your past traumas and experiences, and they still decide to repeat those same offenses. They will sit there with you crying, whatever, confessing, be the shoulder, be the ear to listen, but can turn around, look you in the eyes and do the exact same thing or sometimes even worse. And it's funny because you heard me say that somebody has did this to me and you're going to do it to me? Come on now. So you start to become triggered with every new beginning relationship or the old ones, believing that they will all come to an end in betrayal because people want to put on this facade and try to act like they there for you, try to act like they really care about you. But in the end, they really don't. They be praying on your downfall. They be praying that God don't do things that you're praying for about. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, so it's kind of like, are the people that's in my circle are they really good people? So that's when we start to pray them prayers like, God, you know, if they ain't meant for me, remove them out of my life. Because we're waiting for the shoe to drop in so many words. We become um, paranoid because during time we, or I can say I, because some may not relate to the statement, but I have trusted for so long, time and time and time again, just to be done wrong in every situation. Or sometimes, you know, we can be too naive to the point that God can be showing us something, but we straight up ignoring it. So even if God was speaking, we close our heart, we close our ears because we don't want to hear what he has to say to us about the person, about the situation. And, you know, your compassion and empathy towards those people who have harmed you, not just in a physical, but it can be in a mental, emotional, spiritual state. It can touch all factors. It doesn't have to be one specific one. But those people who have hurted you made you alter yourself due to those past experiences because they did leave you with scars. They did. Every person, every situation that is in your life for either a long period of time or just enough amount, they will put an imprint on you. And how they decide to continue your relationship or not will determine if they leave you with scars, lessons, or for you to build on top of what you was already trying to speak into existence. So when we're left with scars, we start to think to ourselves, what else can I do to avoid this feeling of pain and being let down? Because I'm tired of opening myself up. I'm tired of making new friendships, new new everything, or continuing old things that I used to have. And I keep going in this repeated cycle of being hurt by this person, being hurt by this thing, being hurt time and time again. And, you know, I'm not going to encourage to become more closed off because that is the go-to for anybody in these type of scenarios. That's pretty much me, how I was in the beginning. Like, you know, you do something, you won't hear from me. Like, where you been? I've been busy. Wish I'm not lying. I've been busy. But the time and energy I have devoted to you, I have used it in other places because you don't respect me. But, you know, on top of me realizing, you know, that... It's not a me thing. It's a them issue. Because let's be clear, because sometimes in situations, people don't 
really want to value your worth. People don't really want to see you for who you are. They just, you know, act the way they want to act. Like basically playing the victim. Like every time you say something to them, every time you do something with them, they're the victim in so many words. Like, oh, you're just this and oh, you're just that. And I had to take a little quick step back and I said, hold up, wait a minute. I am not the reason why they can't choose to love and care for me properly. It's them believing that someone's caring and genuine personality is toxic. In return, being hypocritical because people always want to say, always, every time on social media, don't matter where you at, they tell myself, I want a good, loyal, and faithful friend. I want somebody down for me. I want somebody to be there for me. I want somebody to be in my corner. But on the flip side, you can't treat them right. You can't even treat the friends right that you have now because you misusing and abusing them. Stating things like their personality is overwhelming and unnecessary. <laughs> like my personality is overwhelming and unnecessary because I care about you and I'm checking in on you and I'm making sure you're okay. Not because I feel as though nobody's doing that for you. That's just my personality. Because when I enter into into somebody's life, whether we're friends or not, I just care for you because I want us to all win. I want us to all be great. But if it's not reciprocating on both ends, then of course you would view my personality as overwhelming and unnecessary. And then once you realize that it wasn't, you come back again, circling around, apologizing, like I said earlier, but it's not really an apology. It's a backhanded apology. Like, make it make sense, because it don't. You know, my mother has told me something, and I still hold it to be true. Because, like I said, I have been in situations where time and time and time again, I felt like I got burnt in the end. And she said, you want to know why the reason you keep going through that? And I was like, why? She was like, we shouldn't give people automatic access to us. What is automatic access? You shouldn't go in every situation just spilling everything about yourself, giving them, letting them see everything about you. Just like, you know, you protect your home. You have to protect your heart. You have to protect yourself. Not being so sheltered and closed off, but give them that time. Give them that time for them to discover you. Give you know, vice versa, so they can pull layer after layer, not just walking in like, this is who I am, and da 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 like, stop pouring your whole self into people. You're giving them automatic access, and they shouldn't be getting that automatic access. We should be guarding our hearts. So when the letdown comes, it won't be so hard to move on. When the time comes to disconnect from the friendships, relationships, or whatever, because sometimes that can happen unexpectedly. Like, I have been in situations where I thought to myself, I would never expect for them to do that. Like, it just caught me off guard. And, you know, sometimes those things are uncontrollable. But at the end of the day, you knew that you did everything that you could do. So take it, say, okay, well, it is what it is. I'm going to use this as a lesson and move on. Not everything in life is a lesson, but you take it as a lesson as in, well, I'm not going to change who I am as a person because in this situation, I know I didn't do nothing wrong. I don't know what caused them to act that way. I tried to help 
healthily communicate with them to see why they did the things that they did to me and they still acting like I'm slow or something. So you know what? I'm going to take it as a lesson and be like, you know what? That's you. That's your energy. That's how you feel. But I'm not going to change who I am. We need to let those situations play out. Don't be so controlling. Let it play out. Let people show you their true intentions because you don't know... It's like every time somebody do something wrong, you're trying to advocate and be like, well, let's talk about it. Let's do this. But it becomes a repeat offense. Like they're always doing something wrong. They're always the issue. Just let it play out and let God remove you. Or you can take the step and be like, God, you know what? I want to remove myself out of this situation. Please show me how to remove myself from out of this situation. Because you don't know what God is protecting you from from not letting y'all be connected. God hears and sees all the conversations that are made, whether you're in the room or not. I have known, like my parents always told me, every closed eye don't mean they sleep. Like sometimes somebody can be sleep on the couch, but just because you think that they're sleep and their eyes is closed, that don't mean they can't hear. And I have been in situations where I have slept and there's people around me and I'm thinking they good people, but I'm hearing the conversations that they're having basically behind my back. And God let me hear those. So imagine the conversations where I'm physically not around, where I'm physically not in the room. Like, we don't know what is being said. We don't know nothing. But God knows. That's why he's telling you to distance yourself. That's why he's telling you to remove yourself. That's why he's telling us that we need to be more cautious and we need to guard our hearts. And, you know, I think sometimes we can be so quick to let people in our lives is because we're just open, relatable and transparent. But not everyone deserves that part of you. Because I am open, relatable, and transparent. I'm like, this is who I am. If you don't like me, I'm sorry, but this is me. And it's not like in a toxic way. It's like, I'm a loving person. I'm a caring person. I want us all to win. But if you feel like that energy is too much for you, I'm not going to alter it for you. Like, you relate to people who can you can relate to. You be around people who make you feel safe. So, I mean, at the end of the day, if I'm not what you feeling in this moment, in this time, in this season, that's okay. But that's who I am. So we have to be more cautious of what we put out there for people to receive. We have to be cautious about that because I'm pretty sure we all have been in that moment where we shared a little too much. Like we did too much oversharing and we wish that we never told that person or person's that information about us and the replays in our mind over and over and over again like oh my god I wish I would have never said that not scared to the point like oh because you said that to them you feel like they're gonna take it around with it that's not that but it's just the fact that some things we just need to learn to keep to ourselves not every second every minute every hour of how you may be feeling or what's going on you're supposed to tell somebody and it says it in God's word and if you don't believe me, read First Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 11 through 12. It's in the word. We should be careful of what we just say to anybody because at the end of the day, God doesn't judge us. We could have did something horrible and God's not going to throw it back in our faces. People throw stuff back in your face all the time. I don't care who it is. And sometimes it can be intentional. Sometimes it can be unintentional. But at the end of the day, it gets thrown back in your face versus if you go 
And then on top of that, I go talk to God about my issues because I know he can do something about it. So we have to be cautious of what we dispute out to people. If you know talking to that person ain't going to change the situation, then why we communicate with that person? When I talk to God, I'm like, I'm crying out to him. Not every time I'm crying out to him, but my heart could be crying out to him. And I'm like, God, I don't know what else to do. I don't know what else to say. I don't know how to get out of this situation. I'm feeling just vulnerable. I'm feeling lost. I'm feeling like there's nowhere else for me to turn. Like you told me to do X, Y, Z and I'm doing X, Y, Z. But currently I don't feel like your love is in the atmosphere for me because I'm going through so much right now versus you telling a person. And who's to say like, you know, like that trend on social media talking about some your secrets safe with me, but they're telling their spouses, they're telling their friends. If you go into that one particular person in confidence, Regardless of what the situation is, if it's mad deep and it's mad important, I'm not going to open up my mouth and tell nobody else. And that's even when y'all friendships, relationships decide to depart. And people be like, well, what they did to you? And I'm like, nah, I ain't even going to speak on that because that's their business. They told me that in confidence. So I'm not going to open up my mouth just because the friendship is over, relationship, whatever, to be like, child, X, Y, Z, and elemental P, and Q, R, S. Like, no, leave it where it is, right where you left it. (laughs) Leave it where it is because I know at the end of the day, I did all that I could do. And if you felt like more could have been done, that is where we should be mature enough to communicate respect respectfully, to voice our opinions about situations and circumstances that could have transpired. But a lot of times people don't do that. They don't want to communicate. And, you know, and as the receiver, sometimes people don't want to communicate because every time I try to talk to them, they try to flip it. They try to do this. They try to do that. Like I have said on this platform time and time and time again, you have to be receptive to the words that somebody is telling you. Not be receptive so you can have a quick comeback, but be receptive enough to digest, to listen, to understand. Let them say what they need to say and then pause, give them that moment, and then you say what you need to say. Like, if they be like, well, I feel uncomfortable when you call me X, Y, Z. Don't be like, well, I only call you that. Like, no, they say they feel uncomfortable. You know, I'm always having a story time. But sometime this week, I want to say it was this week or last week, some a conversation was had. And my mom was like, you know, at the end of the day, regardless if I'm your mom, regardless if your dad is your dad, I'm still human. And I have feelings and words hurt. Like, I could have, you know, said, shrug it off. Because you know how kids are with their parents, some of us. We, like, listen and we shrug it off and we'll be like, okay, okay, okay. But I really listened to what she had to say to me. And, and I was like, you know what? I wasn't trying to communicate that in that way to you. And I apologize and I acknowledge your feelings. That's That's listening, receiving, processing, and understanding versus because it doesn't agree with what you think that they should be telling you, you shut down. We have to be able to hear. We have to be able to understand and communicate in a healthy way. So your point can get across and they point can get across. If we don't take those steps, a lot of things, you know, that we experience, some of that stuff is from miscommunication. What I felt, I felt, I felt. And I'm like, well, that wasn't my intent. And some of that stuff could have been avoided if you could have just communicated that. The moment you started feeling funny about our friendship, the moment you started feeling funny about whatever, 
voice that then don't do me dirty text me in a, a backhanded apology and then like don't don't apologize and voice your opinion after you did what you did to somebody do it before you get to the place where you feel like you have to do something to them because if you're not feeling something anymore don't prolong it because you worried about their feelings and stuff like if if you ain't feeling no more, you ain't feeling no more. I have been in situations where I have spoken to people, really good people, and I had to vocalize and say, you know what, you're a really good person, but I don't want to prolong this anymore because I'm not feeling it anymore. And it was a <laughs> understanding on both ends. It was like, okay, okay, you have a good one. Thank you for vocalizing that to me and vice versa. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, communicate before it goes too far, if you're feeling some type of way in that moment, in that instance, whatever, communicate that. Because there will be more times in life where things are just not in your control. So the one, so the moments that are in your control, do the best to communicate with that. And then the things that are not in your control in life, you just have to let that stuff go because people are going to perceive you the way they want to regardless if you're good or not. And I had to realize that. I used to say all the time, well, I'm a good person. I don't understand. I never did them wrong. Why are they doing me? People going to do whatever they're they going to think about, however they want to think about you. They're going to say whatever they want to say about you. They're going to do whatever they want to do. And you just have to let that stuff go and be like, man, I'm not even going to worry about that. I'm not even going to worry about that because I know at the end of the day, on my end, I'm good. Whatever they got going on on their end, that's them. But... As I keep repeating on here, I really want us to be more alert because we're going through so much mess, so much drama, so much heartache when we should have been alert the first time, should have been cautious the first time of who and what we let into our space. When I started to stop having a nonchalant attitude, like, okay, whatever, I don't care, and really took the time out, like, can I come over? Honestly, no, you can't come over because I'm very, very, very specific of who I let in my space, especially where I rest my head at night. And I have said it on here, too. People can bring spirits in your house. And the last thing I want to be doing is battling with stuff on top of the mess that I got to fight to get to go through just to get into heaven. So I don't need you coming up in my house, bringing your spirits right along with you. Like, no, you're not entering in my house where I rest my head. And if I feel that strongly about it, sometimes I don't even hang out with you, depending upon the, <laughs> the situation and scenario. Like, we have to, like, don't be like, well, I don't want to say that because, like, no, speak your truth. Say how you say in a respectful way. Like, honestly, no, I don't feel comfortable doing that. No, I don't think we should be friends. I have had people, something me and my friend was talking about the other day, like, at first, growing up, when, when I used to communicate with people and they used to automatically call me their best friend, I never felt like we were best friends. Now, the people who know who know who are my best friends and we have vocalized it genuinely upon each other, this ain't for them. But, you know, those you barely know much about them. Y'all not only known each other for two weeks or three or maybe a week, maybe a couple of days, and they already out here calling you their best friend. And it made me feel so uncomfortable, but I just went along with it because I'm like, you know what? They call me their best friend. You never know. We could grow into being best friends. Other than vocalizing to that person, please don't call me that. 
<laughs> I barely even know you. And ironically enough, those people who was like, oh, best friend, oh, this, oh, that. I don't even talk to them people no more. Like, you just need to watch people's characters. We need to be more alert. We need to be more cautious. We need to, you know, genuinely. And then when you have those feelings in your gut, like in your heart-wrenching gut that something is off, please go by those feelings because a lot of us end up in situations that we could have avoided because our gut was telling us like, nah, you need to stop hanging around that person. Because those have been instances for me too. Like my gut be like, I don't know if I can should continue hanging out with this person. But I just ignore it. And then at the end of the day, like I said, I get burnt in the end because I was being naive and I wasn't being cautious. I wasn't being alert and I wasn't taking serious about my space on what I should and shouldn't let in. Because I was like, well, at the end of the day, I don't do nothing to nobody. So ain't nobody going to do nothing to me. Child, I wish that was like that, but that ain't true. Sometimes people will just be spitefully out to get you just because. That's just their makeup. People, not every person you meet in life is going to do right by you because you're doing right by them. I wish it was that way, but it's not. And I couldn't, for a long time, I couldn't wrap my head around that. Like, how could I be so nice to you, but you're treating me like this? And now I'm just like, when people do stuff, I'm like, okay, bro. You ain't got nothing to say, nah, because I'm over the conversation. That's how you feel. That's how you feel. I'm moving on. Or sometimes it don't, sometimes, like I said, some things you can't control with conversations and some things in life just happen where people just do things that do things. And those moments in life, I just take a step back and I keep pushing. I move forward without them in my life or without whatever situation was in my life. We can minimize this negative behavior by not accepting this form of connection anymore. The moment you feel like something is funny, don't stay. You just need to remove yourself. You just need to detach yourself. And if you keep being around that type of stuff, you're going to be changing yourself for something that's not even worth changing for because that's not really who you are as a person. But you're letting this person brainwash you with their toxic behaviors and everything else. You have the option to show people what you want to show them. Tell them what you want to tell them. So think before you speak. That's a big thing. Think before you speak. It says that in God. And I can't even think what verse it is, but it says a full utter of words while a wise man thinks before he speaks. If you always saying, talking, 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 you won't be able to sit. Like my personality is I like to observe the room every time I'm in it. Not all the time I automatically just uproar and start speaking. I like I like to feel the energy. I like to see the vibe. I like to see what's going on. I really like to see what I'm putting myself into. But if I'm walking in every situation, talking, 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 you won't be able to see nothing because you're too busy running your mouth. So we have to be cautious about that. And, you know, sometimes in life, where we feel like we are experiencing the same repeated offenses, don't think that God is testing you because I, it was to a point in my life where God, I keep getting these same friends with these same scenarios and these same issues. And he's saying like, wow, like what are you testing me for? And God was like, I'm not testing you. Life just happens. And sometimes you will meet the same people from your past, but in a different version. And it's what and it's up to you whether you can decipher that, disconnect yourself and move on rather than repeating the same offenses. 
not everything in life is a test. Sometimes you just meet the same the same type build, but it looks different. And I'm like, this reminds me of someone. This reminds me of something I've been through. And you know how to deal with it. Why? Because you have been there before. And, you know, and it's just a reminder for me to be like, well, God, I am grateful for how far I have came and for how far I'm going. Because, oh, me, I wouldn't even be able to see that. Oh, me wouldn't have been able to see that. Knew me, I could spot it like it ain't nothing. And I'm like, okay, God, I, I see, I see. And I disconnect. Be cautious about that. Don't be naive that because you're a good person, people won't hurt you. And if you're a bad person, you get hurt too, because karma's real. But if you're a good person, don't be naive to the point that you think, oh, because I'm a good person, nobody won't hurt me. Nobody won't do nothing to me because I'm a good person. No, stuff happened to everybody. But continue to be that good person, though. Don't let life and situations and people alter your moods, alter your habits, and make you want to not be good anymore and be like, man, bump it, throw it in the towel because people don't see me for who I am or people out here doing whatever they want to do and they're not doing right by me and da-da-da-da-da. No, keep being your great self, but just be cautious to it. Be cautious again what you let in your time, what you let in your space, and what you let in your energy. Please, y'all. Let's guard our hearts. It took nine months for your heart to form. So don't let nobody destroy it underneath a minute or eight, seven, six, however many months it took you to get on this planet. It took you that many months for your heart to form. So don't let somebody come in or something come in your life and destroy it underneath a minute. Yes, life isn't all gumdrops and rainbows and Hershey kisses. But having those barriers up to decipher the difference between whether somebody is for you, whether somebody is against you and having your ear to listen, if God is giving you signs to disconnect, is not such a bad thing because we're out here protecting ourselves. We're protecting something that is priceless that everybody shouldn't have access to. Everybody shouldn't have access to you, automatic access the first time they meet you. Like, yes, we want to be nice. Yes, we want to be transparent. Yes, we want to be all these things. But not everybody deserves that access to you. Do what you need to do, then get out there. Don't be trying to build friends and environments God wants you to grow from, not grow in. There's a difference. Where God is trying to plant you may not be in that situation where you're trying to grow from. So don't be trying to plant into people and God's like you're not gonna stay here long ain't nobody tell you to do all that and I have told y'all sometimes God will place me in people's lives to be a light to them and I'm like well they're so cool like I want to be their friend like I want us to be besties for life and God be like ain't nobody tell you to do that ain't nobody tell you to do that <laughs> and what happened I got burned <laughs> Because God told me to be a witness. God didn't tell me to be their best friend. And we have to understand those things. Stop trying to plant roots in places God wants you to grow from, not grow in. Period. Be cautious. Guard your heart and cherish those long-lasting friendships you have made over the time. You don't have to multiply your friends. Multiply the people you hang out with. Yes, over time, you will build connections with new people and to see fit, God will let it happen because they'll be like-minded like you. But don't forget about what you already have. 
it don't make no sense you having all these friends and you're pouring all into them, whether it be physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, whatever, and nobody can pour back into you. They only call you when they need something. They they only call you when they want you to be the ear, when they want you to do this, when they want you to do that. And it's not you being the strong friend and you not letting nobody in. It's just space and opportunity and time. They don't want to hear from you. It ain't about the number who is in your face. You don't have to chase after people for them to be your friend. You don't have to give everybody your business so they can stay your friend or they can have self-pity on you so they can stay around. I don't want nobody to have pity on me to be my friend. I want whoever's in my life to be genuinely my friend. Stop trying to chase all these numbers. That's like, I'm I'm having a, a, a relatable moment to everything I'm saying because it's it's facts. Like, y'all be trying to be like these people on social media that got thousands of thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of followers, and half of them followers, if you look at every single last post they make, not every single last follower that's following them is going to like that post. Not every single last person that's following them is going to comment on that post. Not every single last person that's following them is going to share that post. That's what I'm trying to get you to understand. Sometimes people would just be attached to you just so they can be. Uh, unnecessary heavy weights on your life. And it's time for you to open up your eyes, be more cautious, be more alert, and guard your heart, and not give everybody access to you because everybody don't deserve that access to you. Well, our time at the Reach Hangout has come to an end. If no one has told you this today, I love you and God loves you. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to like, follow, share your respectful thoughts in the comment section, share slash tag a friend, and make sure your post notifications are turned on so you can be notified when the next episode drops. Plus, keep up with my YouTube channel, Lydia's Chronicles, by subscribing, liking, and commenting so I know that you found me. All of my socials will be linked in the description box below so you not really below because it's not like y'all can see me but it'll be linked in the description box so don't be like sis i can't find you it's there all my socials are there but other than that this is your sister friend cousin daughter next door neighbor and homie lydia signing off until we meet again p.s we must remember the end game here is to grow, be the best version of ourselves, mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually with, with God, y'all. I love you, SBCs, and until we meet again, bye.